Yeah, so it's been a long time since we've done uh, an afternoon. That's what I was trying to say. It's been a long time since we've done an afternoon recording session. So let's see how this goes. Is it going to be like less crisp? Are we on our A game in the mornings, do you think? I'm not worried about it, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm ready it. to go. I'm overthinking it. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. We're here. Episode 32. Morning, noon, and night. Morning, noon, and night. Rain, sleet, or snow. We are a better version of the USPS. We're closing in on that season finale. And we're actually not sure what the season finale is going to be yet. We're still kind of, it's up in the air. It's going to be about death and cool. destruction. There you go. A lot of raining blood. Or hmm. wait, raining men. It's raining men. Hallelujah. No, I don't know. I don't yeah, remember. Definitely not that. Probably no. that seems like it might be a chorus line of some kind. Classic stuff. Yeah. So we have no plans. We have no plans, but we're, we're going to try to do something cool for you guys because that's what we do. We're um, going to get Scott's house possessed for your entertainment. Just in time for my son to be born. Brilliant idea. Yeah. So anyway. you should name your son Damien. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So middle, it's, middle it's, name, the omen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Run that by China when she gets home. Be like, Hey, I know you have a name set in stone, but hear me out. Yeah. I'm sure she'll really enjoy that. Um, that's not what we're doing today. Either way, the season finale is episode 35, everyone. So buckle up. If you haven't caught up on everything, now's the time. Go back through. You got a couple weeks left, you know, before summer break. For season two hits, and that's always a, a fun time. Are you excited about summer break? No, no got I, I want to keep going. I, I can't vibe at 35. Can't vibe at 35. Okay, yeah. Christian's coming up with t-shirt slogans over here. So check those out on the summer break merch store. No, we're, it's not summer break yet either. So regardless of all that stuff, if you haven't already, I know you want to jump in and say something, but it's just going to throw me off. I told you too many times. I told you too many times. I was just going to say, man. Rough start. You're frazzled. You're like yeah, all over the start. place. <laughs> I, I feel like it's a really rough start. I got home from work like an hour ago. So it is, I, I do notice. So remember <laughs> when we really went hardcore in the mornings and I was like, no, man, you're too grouchy in the afternoon. You're not grouchy today, yeah, but I'm just, yeah, like, I, I do have a different mindset when I get home from work. It's you know, too much over sensory for me. Well, I got it weird too, because I don't work when I'm home. Yeah. I do all my work at work and then I come home and I have two weeks of freedom. So I don't have to like turn my brain on or off usually. Yeah. Except for this time because I was getting prepared for a move. Mm, so yes. The next, the next time we record after this, I'll be living closer. He's a traveling man. Yeah. I could just run on down here on most days if it's easier and then. True. I like that. It literally only be like one day a week. Yeah. At least that's what I'm trying to convince. My my job is pretty like keen on it for the time being. Like I just want to make sure everything goes smoothly with it so that I mean I work look, I work very quickly. I'm a very efficient designer. I am very good at what I do. And unfortunately, that also means I'm very quick at what I do. So I can do the amount like the workload regardless of my location. Yeah. Probably if anything quicker here. So I'm gonna end up losing money because I'm not gonna get those hours of just sitting at my desk. So it's gonna be an entirely different setup. Hopefully it gives us a little more time to uh for me not only to bond with my son and have that relationship that I kind of wanted, but also, you know, stretch out, maybe expand the business a little bit, expand the podcast a little bit, or maybe just take that extra time if there is any at all, which everyone's telling me there won't be, and just kind of relax. You you Try do need to learn how to relax. I'm always trying to start new businesses and shit instead. I'm like, okay, this week, what we're going to do is we're going to get a bunch of chicken coops. And everyone's like, nope, stop right there. I'm like, okay. So can't put kids in chicken coops anymore. Yeah, but it was worth a shot, you know? Yeah. Anyway, what we're talking about today is uh, guardian angels and divine intervention. 
I, we mentioned previously with the um, Miracles Manifestations that we wanted to kind of, you know, when we're coming to the end of the season, we've told you a bunch of crazy shit, a bunch of scary oh-nos, and, uh, and it's like, oh, we can drop in a couple of nice ones. So these are stories of, like, guardian angel encounters and stuff, because I've always personally been, been fascinated by that. I don't know about you, Christian. You're not religious, so I can't imagine you've even, like, in your life been like, oh, guardian angels, sweet. I don't know. There may be guardians. I'm not sure. I think angels is kind of a, an easy term yeah. from the from the relig- the top three religious aspects. Yeah. They each ha- tend to have angels. So would you prefer like a difficult term? Would you want to, you can say whatever term you'd like. Guardian angels is fine. Okay. Yeah, it paints a picture. Out. It does. It paints, it paints a picture. Yeah. It paints a picture. That's right. So yeah, uh, this is something I've wanted to cover. And I've actually. I, Do you know your guardian angel's name? Uh, no. Mine is pa- I don't, Pablo. Yeah, sounds right. I don't actually think that everyone has like technically a guardian angel or anything like that. Maybe they do. I don't know. Like I'm not sold on it because obviously I don't know what I'm talking about ever. The idea of angels in general and like if you're in a sticky situation, like someone's just like, oh shit, I got to help this dude. Like that just, it fascinates me and it, I don't know, it's a fun thought. And I've had situations where I felt like my guardian angel, quote unquote, was nearby. Because otherwise, the experience didn't make sense. Yeah, something I mean, else had to be it's, there. It's with much us. easier to explain those voices in your head as yeah. being a guardian angel. True. Yeah, very easy for those voices in my head. Yeah. We all have them, man. I'm yeah. not knocking you. Yeah. Hey, that's uh, here. How's how's this? We all have crazy voices in our head, and that's freaky deaky. Now, the episode making mints. Is any of your voices named Conchu? Yeah, all of them, actually. They all share the same name. I was like, guys, this makes it very, very difficult for me to understand. Yeah. Yeah, so welcome back. We're here again. We never left. Yeah, that was just the intro you heard. That wasn't the outro. We're still here. Anyway, uh, if before we get started, before we dive in, if you haven't already, be sure to follow us on social media. We have been kind of growing those out slowly. I know the first year and a half, it was a, it was a small, a small, small, it was a slow trickle of growth, but I feel like we really kind of hit our stride recently, Christian. We got people interacting. We're having a good time meeting listeners of the show, talking to everyone. So our socials aren't small no more. Yeah. Also, so if you want to be a part of that, find us on social media, uh, Instagram and Facebook are at freaky deaky pod. You can find us on TikTok at TFT Paranormal, which I need to post more videos. I've been slacking on it. Me too. You can check the merch store at thefreakydeaky.com slash, well, there's a button there, so I don't have to tell you. Just click the button that says shop. Find some some of the dopest merch in the Paranormal Podcast game. If I do say so myself, I think that's the housekeeping. I don't need to go any further with this. As you mentioned earlier, I'm frazzled. I'm already frazzled. Yeah. You know, it's time for me to reel it in and get to these stories. So we're going to start with this one from Live About, and it's called Push to Safety. Back in 1908, nope, off to a bad start. Let's see how these go. Let's see how these stories go for you, boy. Back in 1980, Deb was a single mother with two infants living in the San Bernardino County, California. 
She occasionally needed reliable babysitters. Did you say living in, in the, the yeah, yeah, I did. I was like, I told myself I was just going to cut it out. I was like, oh, at least Christian didn't know, so let's cut that out. <laughs> nope. He, living in the San Bernardino County, California. She occasionally needed reliable babysitters. Fortunately, her parents lived only about 30 miles away in Alta Loma. Deb would usually drop off the children at her parents' house, go do what she needed to do, then pick them up in the evening. One night, Deb had retrieved her babies from her parents' place and was heading home. It was relatively late, about 11.30 p.m. Deb was driving her old clunker. Among the car's many deficiencies, the gas gauge was broken, requiring her to guess when the old thing needed fuel. Occasionally, her guessing was off. Halfway home, the car started to putter, Deb remembers, and I realized I was on empty. I pulled off the first off-ramp I could, and it just happened to be one that was slightly uphill. Almost at the top of the exit, my car died, and there was absolutely nothing around except empty fields and distant lights at a truck stop about a quarter of a mile down the road. With no cars in sight, Deb didn't know what to do. The kids were asleep, and walking miles while carrying two kids in the middle of the night was not a good option. This was before cell phones, so she could not call for help. I put my head on the steering wheel while saying a short and panicky prayer, she says. I hadn't even finished when I heard a few taps on my window. When she looked up, she saw a clean-cut young man standing there, who Deb estimated to be about 21 years old. He mentioned for her to roll down her window, saying, I remember I was surprised, Deb says. But I wasn't even the slightest bit afraid, even though I normally would have been terrified. Which, same. If someone knocks on my window when I don't think anything is around, I'm going to be flipping the hell out. Yeah, that's a spooky area because I'm yeah. familiar with that area. Yeah. And so that's a spooky area back in 1980. True. Yeah, I didn't even think about the location too. Uh, the young man was dressed well and had a faint smell of soap. He didn't ask if she needed help. Instead, he told her to put the car in neutral and he would help her over that last small hill toward a place where she could get gas. I thanked him and followed his instructions. The car started moving. I steered it toward the lights of the truck stop and turned around to yell thank you again to him. Deb says, he was so nice. My car kept moving, but the young man was nowhere in sight. I mean, this area was completely remote. There was absolutely nowhere he could have gone that quickly, even if there was somewhere to go. I don't even know where he came from to begin with. Deb's car continued to roll down the hill until it reached the truck stop. She was able to get the gas she needed and the kids remained sound asleep. Saying, quote, I've always trusted in God to take care of us, but in relating that story, but in relating that story many times to my children who are now 30 and 32, they know for a fact that angels do exist and are sent to us if we just believe. I always thought it was so amazing that we were sent someone who I would trust instinctively without question. Since that incident, I've come to believe that we probably encounter angels all the time and take them for granted and take for granted who they really are. I think they come in all shapes and sizes, young and old, and sometimes when we least expect them. And maybe sometimes they're not angels, but we just give them that title because they help us. Yeah, that wasn't in the script, but that was your little add-on. That's that works Well, I too. mean, and it was like she says they come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. This one might have just been a ghost acting as a guardian angel. Mm. You know, something weird like that. Yeah. You know, timing would be weird after a panicky prayer, but not necessarily unless the ghost is just like, oh, oh, she needs help. Yeah. I'm over here. Like, oh, there's no God, but I guess I'll come help you. Maybe there, there's <laughs> a God and the prayer worked or maybe 
the ghost just happened to be there and hear, heard the prayer and was, was like, bored oh, as hell. It's like, oh, finally, some action. Why would it go? Maybe a ghost has faith as well mm. and has just chose to stick around to help push single mothers with two children who run out of gas. I mean, in the desolate part of San Bernardino County in 1980. Yeah. Which is an area. Not fun. That, yeah. Rife with serial killers around that time period. Oh, yeah. All the famous ones in California come out of that region. True. Very true. Yeah. Which would make it even more terrifying when some young man knocks on your window. Yeah. It's like, do you need help, lady? I bet he didn't sound nearly as creepy as that, but. No. And he smelled of soap. Yeah. So he was clean. Yeah. Clean cut and clean. Clean like an angel. Touched by an angel. A guardian angel. Yeah. You remember that show, Touched by an Angel? I love that show. Yeah, so did I. Wasn't it like looking back on it now, I bet I'd probably laugh more often than not. But like when like they finally revealed themselves and like that, the light would just beam down. And I'm like, oh. It was just a wholesome, <laughs> fun. It was me. I was an angel the whole time. Sequel to Little House on the Prairie. Both angels were in Little House on the Prairie and they were buddies. I don't even remember there being angels in Little House on the Prairie. No, but- there was Pa and his friend, mm. Mr. French. Mr. French, yeah. Gotcha. It's been way too long. So I could not name a single person on. Was one called Marina? No. Yeah, see? Mary. Mary? Yeah. That's uh, too Laura. easy. Laura. No, you're, we're talking, you're talking Little House on the Prairie. I'm talking Touched by an Angel. Oh, they were just, it, it rotated. The, the two guys were the two guys. But, but who's the girl angel? There was no girl angel. There was absolutely a girl angel in oh, Touched by an Angel. when they needed ratings? No, there was two. As a matter of fact, there was two girl angels. No, yeah, you're thinking of the, a different angel show. No, Touched by an Angel, man. Touched by an Angel. Oh, I'm thinking Highway to Heaven. Okay, yeah, so you're thinking of the different show, man. No, you threw in the, the same guardian angels that everybody knows. Yeah, Touched by an Angel. I was, I said Little yeah. House on the Prairie sequel. <laughs> okay. That was a good, both were good shows though. Yeah. And it was for once our tangents were actually on topic. Angels. Yeah. Wow. It was like, that doesn't ever happen. That was like the, the uh, religious version of Quantum Leap. Mm, gotcha. Never watched that one either. That was a good one. I can't. That's what I heard. Yeah. Maybe if they redo it with fancy technology, then I'll give it a shot, but. It might. True. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I like that one. It's, it's kind of, it's, it feels like a, it feels a little. Very wholesome. Ur yeah. A little, but it also feels a little urban legendy, like kind of like similar to the, like murder stories and stuff like that. Like, oh, there's the ax killer of California city or whatever. Yeah. I want to believe this one though. This one feels like, like one I want to believe. Yeah. I want to believe. I want to believe. All right. Well, you can, uh, do you want to read the next one from fire in the X disco? Not my story, but my mom's. She had just divorced from my dad and was living with me and my two brothers in a tiny apartment that she could barely afford. Probably sounds like the 80s again. She was constantly stressed, worried, and barely keeping it together day to day, what with money issues and taking care of three kids. She was catching a, a bit of sleep one night when she said she felt something warm touch her cheek. She woke up to see a glowing figure above her and its hand against her cheek. She told me that she's never felt such a calm, serene feeling as she did then. It didn't even occur to her to be scared from the ghost molesting her. Mm. No, it disappeared through the wall next to her bed. But the next day she woke up feeling as if she could take on the world and landed a much better paying job and enrolled in college courses as well. 
She firmly believes it was a guardian angel watching over her, telling her not to give up. I don't recall the part where it told her not to give up, but I guess that's the message she took yeah, from it. That's the that's the the like gently caressing your cheek, like, hey, look at me. So it's gonna be okay. Yeah. 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 That reminds me of the 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 thing I saw in my room was kind of glowy, but it wasn't telling me not to give up. It was just telling me to get rid of a Hillary Duff poster. That makes sense. It does. It does. Apparently I had taken the joke too far. Yes. And it's starting did. to get into minor deity territory. <laughs> and probably not ideal. Well, explains yeah. your fear of that kind of stuff. You almost fell into a new cult that you didn't even know had been made. The Duffsters, the Hillary Duffsters. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What could have been? Good looking out, glowy angel man dude. Yeah, interesting story though. Did it caress your face like it did this lady? No, but uh, when he touched my forehead, I fell back asleep. Ah, classic. It was, off, it was pretty classic. Turn off that third eye. Yeah. Interesting. I and didn't shut that, that pineal like, gland down. Yeah. It could have been, dude. Yeah. It's Did the, you reset your human? Yeah. When, when the guardian angels call up to the guardian hel angel helpline? <laughs> Yeah. Saying the, yeah. the humans be malfunctioning. The first thing, did you restart it? Did you power it off? <laughs> did yes, you three to... times. It keeps talking. Did you try to blow in his eyes? Blow in his eyes. <laughs> See if that helps. No, put it back in. No, that's a Nintendo reference from way back. Oh yeah, yeah. Did it was you either see eyes or ass. And I was just, I was like, I oh, just do eyes. Have you seen that TikTok of that, or it's a video clip of this guy where he like turned and blew at his dog, and then turned his head when the dog looked at him. I swear the dog tried to blow. Like you could even see the dog like, like purse its lips and shake its head like it was trying to blow back at the guy. <laughs> Hilarious. Classic stuff. All right. Uh, this next one is from Sup Fromage or Framage. Soup Framage. You Sup, know what? Sup Fromage. It's like he spelt cheese wrong. Okay. Cheese, cheese in French wrong. Nice. I think Sup it's cheese. fromage. So he's like, Sup cheese. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, he says, or she says, when I was five, my mom was checking out a Bed Bath & Beyond. Or checking out at a, not just checking out, like, oh, check out that sweet Bed yeah. Bath & Beyond over That's there. That's the best bad Bed Bath & not Beyond I've ever seen since yeah. Topango Plaza. That's right, Topango Plaza. That's a throwback to something that I don't get the reference to. When I was five. Way to get into character. Thank you. My mom was checking out at a Bed Bath & Beyond. I was looking at one of those racks they have by the checkout all of a sudden, and I couldn't find my mom and thought she had left without me. I started to walk out the automatic doors when I saw a person standing there with wings, telling me to go back inside. I swear on my life that this happened, and I believe it was my guardian angel. I am aware I sound like a crazy person. That's hilarious and wholesome. I like that. The, the kid thought they were at a... Bed Bath and Beyond, but it was really the Har Hallmark store, and it was Christmas. Classic, yeah. And it wasn't telling him to go back inside. It was handing him a Hallmark fifteen dollar greeting card, saying, "Here, make your mom pay for this." What if that wasn't the guardian angel that the kid saw? What if that was like the angel of kidnapping, wow. and the guardian angel actually shut the kid down? Like, no, they're acting like us, so the kid didn't get kidnapped, and we'll never know. Because that person changed their this costume. feels a little out of the realm of possibilities. If I'm being completely honest, 
Um, but par for the course on your first reactions to stories. It's usually, I'm going to give you the weirdest thing I have ever said in my life. And then I might touch on it for an actual sentence or two and send it back to you. So how, what do you think about this story, Christian? Kid walking out, thinking his mom left him, runs into a man with wings. And the guy's like, no, 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 you got to go back in there, dude. Stop. That's what I picture. I just picture him kind of like above him. No, no, no. No. Like, you can't come in the club, man. We got enough. We got enough of you. No, only sinners out there, kid. Mm. All yeah. the all the righteous people are in Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, you need to go check out that Beyond section because- Yeah. Yeah, little kids like, I'm Bed Bath & Beyond done with this joke. Yeah. And there, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, there's a free it. sample of- uh, You're thinking Costco. Sup fromage gotcha. um, hand soap. Gotcha. What do you think this kid saw? He says he swear he saw it. Obviously, he's young. Maybe his mind- whatever you want to say about that. But the, the fact that it was a, a human looking person with wings. I think that one feels imaginary. You think so? Yeah. Like that maybe the be... kid's subconscious shut it down. And, we, and we've talked about subconscious and what maybe it does in the background of our yeah. life. Maybe the subconscious manifested an angel looking angel. Yeah. Well, you I know. would think like uh, if there was, let's say, hypothetically, I'll take you on a trip with me, like a God of some kind. Right. <laughs> right. And let's say there's angels and let's say they're biblical angels with the eyes all over the place and the wheels and the tires I don't and, like those. and the wings. I don't like let's those. just say that's the case. I think God would be like, you know what? That might terrify the shit out of this yeah. poor dude. Let's send him one of the the touched by an angel angels. Get get one of those on the line. Send that in. You know, or like, you know, disguise yourself a little bit to look a little less creepy. All right, my what, guy. What if uh like God is totally with technology and just downloaded a patch so we don't see the actual angel. We see the angel that we believe in based on our religion. Like an in-game purchase, like a downloaded skin. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Maybe. You never know. And for the atheist, they just see a nice person. Yeah. Because like a little, you think a little boy going out and seeing like an actual biblical angel, he'd be like, oh, what the fuck? Holy shit. What is this? And it would be terrifying. He'd probably die on the spot. You know what I mean? Right. He'd be like, is my mom out here? Oh, fuck. Dead. You know, but a human with wings, I can get that. Yeah. I can see that. I hope if I see an angel, I hope that's what it looks like too. Not looking for none of these eye monsters, all right? No. Not today. Nobody Not likes eye day. monsters. That's right. That's right. I like that one though. I can picture that. I picture that one in my head. Like some of these stories you can't really imagine too well, but I can imagine this one playing out. Perfectly. Yeah, that one went, I mean, there's a reason I picked Hallmark right away because that's yeah. the, the vision I got. Yeah. It checks out, man. It checks out. touched by an angel, they didn't have wings like that. Yeah. No, they just have the light in the indicator spotlight beaming down. Like, oh. Who's your favorite character? I don't remember. Probably the, the old wise black lady. She was great. I like the Grim Reaper guy. Yeah, I don't even remember him. See my He was blonde, kind of longish hair. Oh, like he would take them to Yeah. <laughs> like he reminds me of James Spader later on. Yeah, I could maybe see that. Rev Melissa. Years and years ago, I had this dream about this epic battle. My side was on the hill and we were getting ready to fight. There were angels on our sides. One of the angels came to me and asked if I was ready to lead. I naively said, yes, I'm ready. He looked me in the eyes and seriously responded, are you sure? I woke sitting up straight in bed. A year or so later, I was hanging with, a year or so later, I was hanging with one of my friends at my house we had some beer falling along the wayside. Hmm. I was underage, of course. Classic. And we were going to drink it. If you're underage, the podcast does not promote yeah. your drinking. And also, what else would you have done with it, dude? Yeah. Were you going to juggle the cans? No, we know you're going to drink it, all right? Yeah. 
When I went to open the bottle, the very same angel appeared in my doorframe and shook his head no at me. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great stuff. <laughs> I could see him as clear as day. I asked my friend if she could see him and she could not. She believed me, but she couldn't see. Needless to say, we had cookie dough instead of beer that night. First of all, cookie dough is better than beer, if you ask me. But... That, how hilarious is that? That you can have a dream of like an angel and you're like in this mighty battle and he's like, are you ready to leave? And you're like, yes. And then a year later, he's like standing at your doorframe while you're about to take a sip of beer. And he's like, bruh, what happened to all the yeah. weed talk, my man? Yep. Oh my God. That was like, I just picture him just so disappointed. Like that meme or whatever, just sideways head shaking. <laughs> like, nah, dude. I, I picture, do you know who Jocko Wilnick is? He's probably been on Joe Rogan, but oh, yeah, yeah, the Jocko. Marine guy yeah. or Green Beret guy. Mm. That's what I, I get this angel looking like him. <laughs> That'd be very intense. You'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> Sweating at 4 a.m. after a workout. I messed up. Yeah. I'm not drinking this beer. Where's the cookie dough at? Yeah. But what's even weirder is like his friend was like, like yeah, like he must have really been looked terrified as hell if, yeah. if the friend's like, oh yeah, dude, I, I believe you. It's fine. It's yeah. Cool. We don't have to drink, man. Yeah. Get us some cookie dough. Yeah, you got cookie dough in that fridge? What's, what's your mom cooking in there? Yeah. yeah. Then his friend was like, really? Thank God. Yeah. I didn't want to drink anyway. No, like if it was like the friend's drinking and then he's just over like, or she's just over whatever. Is it a man? woman i don't remember doesn't it matter it doesn't mention the person is just over there like pointing be like nah angel is them drinking i'm not i'm not the sinner now it's all good yeah no that story makes me laugh i like that that's a classic stuff what do you think about that one you think you think it was his brain that was just like that feels guilty conscience why yeah. would an angel really care if you drank well i think it's just like especially underage maybe it's not a leaderly did, did yeah. angels like 2,000 years ago was like, uh, you're only 11, no mead for you. I mean, it's possible. So I wasn't there, how do so the angels say. keep up to date on human human law? I think it's something that you'd just know. You know what I mean? Like, Would I don't you? think I don't think there's angels like reading through manuals of humanity. I mean, like, wait, you know, are maybe they maybe to do we'd this? have less problems if they did read the manual. Do you ever think of that? Maybe that's the problem. They don't read the manual. I think the problem is there's not a manual, Christian. I think angels probably just grasp that. Do you think that they supernaturally? I mean, at this point, shouldn't they have written a new manual or a, a first manual? I don't think you're the person they're going for for advice on running the entirety of the universe. Obviously, obviously, yeah. we see the problem here. Yeah. If I was running <laughs> yeah. things, it'd be a lot different. Yeah, let's just put that behind us. <laughs> Thankfully, you're not in charge of the universe yet. Um, or ever or ever yeah so this next one comes to us from what's green eats nuts i don't get that one but okay what's green eats nuts what's green eats nuts do you get it now no yeah me either okay jolly the jolly green giant eats nuts does he eat nuts because <laughs> i don't know maybe that's why he's jolly wow okay I've seen an angel. Mm -hmm. I was 11 years old, 30s now, but never doubted what happened. I was asleep in my room when I woke up in the middle of the night from a bright light shining through my room's curtains. Our street didn't have any street lights and we had tall trees lining the front of the house in the street. I knew this light wasn't normal. Initially, I was terrified and lay as still as I could for what felt like 10 minutes. Eventually, I mustered the courage to go and satisfy my growing curiosity and made my way out of bed and towards the window as quietly as I could. 
I positioned myself against the wall next to the window and pulled back the curtain just a little bit. Then I saw him. A very big, tall figure wearing long robes looking over our house. The trees I spoke of earlier were taller than the roof of the house. And they took him at waist height. Huge. The light was radiating from him. I don't remember facial features or hair, and he didn't have wings. Awestruck, I went straight to my parents' bedroom and woke them up, telling them of a tall man outside. Weird phrasing for the middle of the night, but mom thought I had a bad dream, and I got into bed with them and slept. The next morning, I told them the whole story, and they believed me. The experience has definitely changed my life. I can't imagine anything that could beat that angel in a fight. So we're talking like guard. Two, we're two talking, angels could probably beat him in a fight. You think so? Maybe three. You think a big tall angel and just two random small angels? I, I would I'm figured not all the, into your bullshit. I thought right? all the angels would be the same size. If now, surprisingly enough, like this, he he mentions that this, you know, the tree line was at his waist yeah, pretty much. So right? these were giants, giant angels. Yeah, which, which you know the theory of what demons are, right? Giant angels. They're dead giant, dead giants. Souls oh, traveling yeah, yeah, yeah. the earth. I have heard that. Yeah, that is uh, yeah, that is a theory. That's a theory. It's a fun theory, but also scary. So, yeah, very fun and very scary. Well, very scary and also a dash of fun. And they're like, "Ooh, what's this?" Yeah, but mainly scary. Finally, giant proof. Yeah, but mainly scary. But yeah. with this particular story, it it reminds me a little bit of the um, I forget who, whose book it was I was reading, but it was someone that uh, like a a pastor that wasn't wasn't like a mega church pastor, so you know he wasn't completely off the rails but he would often talk about the stuff that he saw reverend tubbs no no and he'd talk about the stuff that he saw and he mentioned you know he would occasionally see angels in his house and he said there was one that was so big that it was what do you say that it was see he was on the second floor of his house and the thing's face was like right like it, it was standing up and like pretty much above the railing of the second floor is where his face would be and i was like damn that's scary. Wouldn't that be terrifying? It's like 3 a.m. You go out for a glass of water and there's just this gigantic human standing. Well, what looks like a human standing and taking up two stories of your home. I'm here to protect you, bro. Don't worry. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Just please don't ever let me see you again. Anything. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, but no, remind me of that story. Because like, that's like, there's no real context for it. There's no real reason that this kid would see a gigantic angel outside the window glowing like what's with like was there's I guess what I'm saying as far as context because it's not like the kid was like I was suffering from nightmares and I was scared of the dark or I was this and that like there's no real like impetus for the 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 being to to be there to like reveal itself you know what I mean it's some of these like because all the stories we've talked about so far have been completely different mm. and sometimes it's like it's interesting how we filter the world like all of these people are saying these are guardian angels but they're vastly different explanations to the point of one just telling them not to drink a beer yeah like the high school coach really like running the game yeah <laughs> on the entire yeah the entire moral compass is just and then we we get a bigger than life giant guardian nothing. angel that does absolutely nothing but stand there what if these were all demons going around calling themselves guardian angels well the, and we shouldn't s- be trusting them they're not saying anything though it's not like they're like, hey, I'm a guardian angel. They're like, letting this us is believe. all the assumption of the experiencer. Right, which is what gets people in danger with demons. We make assumptions that the, the voice talking to you out of the darkness of your room is just a shadow person. And, you know, some skeptic is going to come around and tell you that's all in your brain. So you're like, oh, yeah, it's just in my brain. 
I'm crazy. But what it really yeah. is, is a demon trying to convince you you're crazy. Yeah, I think demons have different plans than, I mean, I'm sure many demons do convince people they're crazy. If anything, I'd put money on that, but not in the like way that you're going about saying like, like, oh, they're just randomly doing these, oh, that's just a big old demon outside. He's nothing good. If it was a big old demon outside, like, why didn't he do anything? Like, it's the exact same situation if it was big angel. Nothing happened. Kid just saw it. You know, like I, my thing is, what is the, the the it factor for seeing these things? Like, what is the moment or the purpose behind something like a, a visit like this, where you wake up and you see a light outside and you go and you're like, holy shit, that thing's huge. The tree line is at his waist. Yeah. Like yeah. what's what's you know what I mean? Like what led to that point? If if it was like a, a divine intervention thing, like what was God or the creator or whatever thinking like, hey this is what he needs to see right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like it's, and maybe it's because I'm not the creator of the universe or an angel myself that I don't understand half of these things. I don't understand 90% of the stories we tell, but I'm fascinated by all of them. You know what I mean? Sometimes I, I, I wonder if the, the creator of the universe even understands what was created and what's going on now. Are you, is this like the, what if God was one of us songs? <laughs> Or is this, is this going in a different direction or like, no. Wasn't that written by Prince? I honestly don't know. I think so. I thought Avril, well, I don't know why I was thinking Avril Levine. Who's the, the, the girl that was? Something Osborne or? Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. Avril Levine. Yeah, that checks out, doesn't it? Same time period, just about. And we thought it was so deep. That was our first foray into being woke. Yeah, thanks for that. Let's go back. <laughs> Let's go back to just that song. God. <laughs> Let's get rid of all this other shit. <laughs> Just go back to the, what if God was one of us? Just a stranger on a bus. <laughs> Perfect fit. Okay. Let me try that again. Perfect fit. <laughs> By Is there like a happy medium? Gus. Gusterson. Yeah. Gus Gusterson the third. Perfect fit. It was the day before I was supposed to start. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Did you find, did you find the, I, the I, right melody? And yeah, right I got key the motivation. Right. It was the day before I was supposed to start my junior year of high school. It was a beautiful day outside, but I was too busy feeling sorry for myself to notice. We didn't have much money. Everything I earned, I gave to my parents. Just once I wanted a new dress for the first day of school. I was pacing in my room, feeling very depressed. Then I heard a voice say, why do you fret so? Remember the lilies of the field? Are you not more important than they? Hmm. That's good. That's a good word. I yeah. like that. I answered yes. Then I felt very peaceful and happy. A few minutes later, I heard a car drive up and a lady talking to my mother. After the car drove off, my mother called me downstairs. The woman had a bag of clothes. She told my mother she, she had bought them for her daughter, but her daughter didn't like them. Her daughter was named Kim she lived in Beverly Hills, the last name of Kardashian. No, I made that up. She was going to throw the dresses away, but had an overpowering urge to bring them to our house. We never saw the lady again. In the bag were five dresses. They still had the price tags on them. I'm very short. I have to hem everything. The dresses were my size and the right color for my complexion. Most surprisingly, I didn't have to hem them because the CIA was watching me. You have a weird way of bringing things in that have absolutely nothing to do with the story. Amen. Instant constipation. 
I am wrong. What, well, I guess, what's your takeaway from it? You know, I, what I didn't mean? necessarily get like the typical guardian angel that was like a body voice. Like, yeah, this one could be like, oh, a human just did a guardian angel type of thing. Somehow, instinctively showed up with five dresses as I was feeling sorry for myself because I didn't have one dress to start the new year in. I don't know. I think that's uh What part of the world does this girl live in that where she has to have a dress for the first day of school? Do they do that anymore still? Um, do they care? I, I don't know, but you kind of want, like, I always knew I wanted to roll up to school fresh as fuck, you know? You're with like, a brand new dress? I mean... Well, yeah, always a brand new dress uh, for me. When you were a kid, were the girls that you knew, like, I gotta get a brand new dress for the first day of school? And you think I understood the female psyche at 11 years old? I don't know that. How could I possibly know? It just doesn't feel like something in our modern age would be like that. This feels like maybe like a story from my parents' generation when they had to wear dresses to school. No, I think this this story is very for. And this is I'm gonna I'm gonna take you down because you've said many a time. Everyone that is not like a religious person in general, and I'm not saying this is a religious act of anything, but I'm saying it would be points for creator versus points for just random disembodied okay. voice. Everyone that isn't religious at all says, read the Old Testament, God hates people, any of that shit. But Can I think, you blame them? I think this story in general would tell of a different story of what God thinks. He hears this, this girl crying out saying like, oh, I can't even get one dress. All I want is one dress. And that whole like lilies of the field line. I wish I was more read with the actual Bible, but I know that's a story from the Bible. And it's pretty much someone being worried and God being like, aren't you more important than this? Like, Which would make sense on why it's important for this girl to have a dress then. If this is a religious, like if that's a religious line, then that makes a little bit more sense. Maybe she's in the type of school or in that kind of faith to where a dress is more proper female attire for wherever she's at. Okay, so that that gets rid of my weird little. <laughs> no, it wasn't even. Like, no, that wasn't even the point. Like the the line being, look at how I take care of this lily, what it what it needs to survive and thrive. I take care of that, and how much more important are you, a human being that I've created, than this lily? And if I take care of this lily, I'm going to take care of you. Shouldn't like, the you just lily have to trust me? Type in, thing. in God's eye, shouldn't the lily and the human be pretty much similar? They're both creations, but what I'm saying is, this would prove of a loving creator and not someone that just wants to smite you in a fiery hell you know what i mean like like here's whatever your request so what no you're saying how dumb is, it is the problem is me i am wrong and i'm definitely still a believer yeah it checks out i know you try to take my my wholesome moments and my moments that actually prove things that i believe in and make them into silly fun haha games but it's not gonna happen no, I, anyway back back to not making fun of this story it's amazing sometimes the humans that show up in your life at this perfect time wow and sometimes there is no rhyme or reason behind how they know to show up you know i'll tell you what it is is it it could 100 percent be a calling it could be it, it could but, be a calling and it doesn't have to just be from god i mean it can be yeah but it can be from anything that understands on that other level there's a there's a different level to this world and whether they're you know you're an atheist or a believer yeah there's still some magic out there yeah and for like even just the this lady with these dresses could have just had a voice in her head being like hey you need to go do this yeah. and having no but just being obedient having no idea why what the rhyme or reason was being like okay i guess 
because I've had I've had that exact same situation happen in a different. It was me with money, but um, I was leaving not church. Dresses. Not surprisingly, I wasn't delivering dresses. I was leaving church one Sunday, and um, and I think China stayed home or something. She had to do something, but I went by myself. And as I was leaving church, I had this overwhelming call in my head saying, "Hey, at this light, which was still miles down the road, it's like at this light, you're gonna see someone that's homeless, and I want you to pull over and give him all of the money in your wallet." And it was literally like 36 bucks, which is a lot to just hand out to a, you know, homeless person. Right. And I was like, I was like, no, it's probably not. I was like, number one, I've got actual cash in my wallet. This isn't like a couple bucks. You know, here, go help yourself out. But it was legitimate cash in my wallet. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Well, you need to do it. I was like, okay, whatever, fine. If I get to that light and there happens to be a homeless person there, I will stop and I will give him money. And guess what? I got to that light and there was a homeless person there and there was no place for me to stop. And I was like, well, there's no place for me to stop. And it was like, okay, well, there's McDonald's right there. Go park and then walk over and give the man money. And that's what I did. I literally just on just a weird inkling, a weird random thing, never saw a guy there before, never saw one after. But that day I felt called to go and give someone money that I'd never seen. And I went and did it. And it's just a random voice in my head. Like, Hey, you need to do this. Do I know what he did with money? No. Do I did he, could he have bought booze? Sure. But that wasn't on me. Like I, I heard a random call. I fulfilled that at the end. You know what I mean? Like, so some people do like, it is true. Some people just do this shit randomly and they yeah. don't know why. But, but it's a, to me, it's a, it's for people that have been in those situations where maybe it's not like a third world incident, or maybe you, you live in a first world country, but you're still down on your luck and you're still praying and asking for things that maybe, you know, who knows if you quote unquote deserve it or not. But the idea that, that you could be in that moment and be sad and have, you know, your creator or whatever, be like, okay, well, don't worry. I got someone hooking up right now. Like, it's just, it's a beautiful thing, man. And that's what we're trying to do with this episode is we're trying to get good stories to counteract all the demons and the wolf people and whatnot that we've been talking about for the last two years, you know, and I'd like to do this once a season, go through and find, you can pick a topic that's good and healthy, but what kind of like, you know, still paranormal in nature. We go down that it doesn't have to be angels or any of that shit, but you could do, you talked about in that uh, witchcraft episode you want to do when witchcraft goes right. <laughs> so you could do that. <laughs> you could come up, you could come up with an episode for that. You know, that would be kind of funny though. Yeah, where you just find stories of people that did like these different spells that were for good or they helped yeah. people. And then you can go 10 years later and see if they're cursed now, Christian. You can, no, I'm just kidding. That's fine. That's, that's fine. three-parter. That is a three-parter. Yeah. So yeah, season three is <laughs> looking great. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I think, um, I think, yeah, we probably got enough time for, for one more of these doozies. This one is, well, we might, we might have time for two. You can read, do you want to read the helping hands one or did you read the other one? You just read one, huh? I think so. Yeah, because I was looking. I was trying to find out what that, that verse was, but your boy is not good with numbers. Yes, yeah, so this next one is called Helping Hands. In the summer of 1997, we got our daughter Sarah a new twin mattress for her bunk bed. I had taken it upstairs and was trying to get the old one down. Our stairs can be hazardous, so I kept saying to myself, Christy, be careful. My husband is disabled and hasn't worked in over four years, and without my income, we'd be on the streets. When I was upstairs, I looked out at the happy sight of my three children playing with their German shepherd, Sadie, and their daddy keeping a close eye on them. When I started to move the old mattress down the stairs, I slipped and lost my footing and I began to fall. Thousands of thoughts raced through my mind in that split second. What will happen if I break my leg or worse? I said, please, dear God, help me send me an angel. Now, cinematic music starts playing, like, dun, 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 dun. you know, you see this angel soaring down from the heavens, like, I no. thought of, there's a song called Send Me an Angel. There you go. Maybe. My, I don't remember. It sounds like an 80s song. It is an 80s yep. song. Yep, nailed it. 
Um, so yeah, send me an angel. Well, I got, I got not just one, but two. I felt two strong masculine arms, nice, grab me and reach under my arms and pull me up. And I felt a second set of hands grab my ankles and push me firmly back on the stairs. When I looked and lo and behold, or then I looked and lo and behold, the mattress at the bottom of the stairs placed neatly and upright against the wall. I went outside to ask my husband, my husband if he'd been in the house and he said no. And surely he doesn't have two sets of arms yeah, that you're aware of, lady. My <laughs> brother has my brother has good luck, quote, channeling angels. He informed me it was Michael who grabbed under my arms and Uriel who grabbed my ankles. Remember, Uriel was in uh, the John D episode. And yeah. I think he confirmed that John D and his assistant should be grabbing ankles, too. Hey. Just hey. fulfilling that promise. No. Uriel was also <laughs> in the show that I wrote in Vegas called Grounded, which if you ever see it come out by a man that goes by the name, it's not his and you should let me know. I mean, if Uriel is in Vegas, let him know because that's not mm. usually where Uriel go. Yeah. I, I This story's weird because it feels like an abduction in a way. It feels creepy. Like there's there's a creepy. I, I understand you're in you're in like danger. You're like oh shit, help! Yeah. But like the the idea of these hands grabbing your your arms and ankles and then just like placing you upright. You're like yeah. And then the mattress is suddenly upright on the ground. I'm like oh shit! Like what did I miss here? And the four the four hands for one angel. I mean, she said it was two because yeah. the human mind can't grasp that there might be four hands four hands on an angel but the angel has a bunch of eyes and weird shit an ungodly have, amount of eyes yeah it could have a bunch of hands too yeah that could grab all four of this woman's li limbs in a non inappropriate way mm, yeah you're not trying to get like a call to hr or anything yeah like this is all said and done yeah. yeah yeah that's a funny story though i mean it's it's like you know the some of the other ones you're like oh that could be something this one you're like that's just like, funny huh. The, you know. the weird, the thing that my brain gets stuck on, and this happens all the time, is um, if you're on the stairs, right, and you're going down with a mattress, there's not going to be a lot of room, right? right. There's, there's not a ton of room. And so my mind tries to physically fill that space with two people. I said, okay, where were these angels standing? Like, are they actually like like metaphysical where they're like halfway in the actual stairs and like just floating in space kind of thing? Or yeah. is it, are they like invisible crunched also on this, this stairs, like kind of twisting and turning and grabbing like, no, 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 we got her. You know what I mean? Like, is it a physical, like metaphysical thing where it's like, they're not, they don't have to be on solid earth ground. I imagine them being Matt Damon hmm. and his buddy. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Wow. Do you ever see that movie Dogma? No. Dogma is That's a class. Kevin Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't see it. That is weird. Yeah. That's the film I found Kevin Smith in, in yeah. his buddy. And it was just the weirdest film. I hear e that ever. Yeah. But I hear it's really good too. It is good, but it's just strange. And that's, they're it's angels kind of in that. Yeah. They're not very nice angels. That checks out. But there's plenty of stories of angels not being very nice too. Yeah. It's, it's not all like miracle on, well, I don't remember. Uh, Manchester. No. Ah, that's King's good, good one. Um, what is the name of the movie? The Christmas movie, Jimmy Stewart, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. The NASCAR driver. No, the actor from like the forties and fifties. It's a wonderful life. Yes. Oh, did, well, did I guess it? Yeah. Holy shit. Nice. Nailed it. That never happens. No angels never. Sh okay. 
I just want to throw something out there in this case. And we've heard a couple cases like the one angel telling the kid not or the guy not to drink beer. Sure. This these two angel, two sets of angel hands save this lady. Yeah. But what about like, where are all the guardian angels for the people starving and suffering and being yeah, bombed? And that's where that's, that's I struggle. Yeah. And it's not like I don't think it's right to, to worry about it in this episode. Uh-huh. But it's like. The randomness of it is troubling for me. I, I still haven't come to a good place to deal with the randomness of who gets to live and die. Yeah. Totally different show. I say we skip by my <laughs> little thing right there because yeah. there's not really a, a quick answer. We, yeah. We can, when we get back to the sad topics of the show, we can, we can, yeah. I mean, that. I'll write, I'll write yeah. an episode and we can like all cry and be depressed and you can pull out yeah. dad jokes while we, yeah contemplate the metaphysical angel world and yeah. their cruel reasonings behind saving one person and letting another person die yeah yeah we can do that because there are answers for that but nobody ever listens to the answers that's true so but for the time being i think we let's we have enough time for one more you want me to go through it go for it i'll, I'll lead us through this one um i'll ridicule it yeah that's usually the way it goes all righty and we are going to have a, a few extra. Yep, that's what I thought. And we also have a. Uh, we're going to have a few extra bonus stories because I did actually end up getting a lot of stories for this. Luckily, but there's there's always an abundance of guardian angel stories. It's like their their lobbying group is really powerful, like godlike powerful. <laughs> yeah, I um no I I actually don't know. There's I have a few personal stories not like my own experiences but like people that i'm connected to or throughout my life i've been connected to and maybe actually maybe i'll just touch on that maybe i won't read this last one we can touch on those ones okay we can do videos for the other ones um but in my life there's been a few times where it felt like angelic like or like to me as someone raised christian it would feel angelic right but to you you'd be like oh maybe it's just like a ghost or something that also doesn't exist in my mind acid yeah acid for sure um now there was this I'm not going to name name who they are because I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I, number one, haven't talked to them in 15 years or so. So it'd be really weird for me to just tell their story. Right. But um, personal family friends of ours uh, used to hang out with the son all the time. His dad told me a story of when he was, when his son was young, young enough to be like home alone. But like back in the 90s, you'd be home alone when you're like eight or nine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like and, it and I was. Really, yeah. So, so he was like, I think he was probably around that age young child or something like that but he had some kind of weird reaction like health problem or something like that and he fainted and he said um when the dad came home and checked on him he said at the end of the the hallway there was an angel holding his son glowing the, the whole angelic presence that's all i got and i asked like my buddy who i hung out with i was like do you remember any of that he's like i remember a little bit but i just remember waking up for a second and looking and seeing something holding me and then like falling back asleep craziest story ever right very brief not too many details to go on but like people that we were around for a really long time trusted as friends do you think um like whatever these things are hmm. that when like say a you and i or in this case that father saw something holding their child they kind of went to what they understood like as most americans or most christians would feel comfortable seeing an angelic you mean like a human being type thing just something that they could believe was an angel because that is kind of within the christian world's dna so it, are you saying like are you saying like similar to what we talked about a while ago like if your if your mind can't comprehend where it is that it creates 
something that you'd be comfortable with? Yeah, or? maybe it's not an angel at all, or maybe it's an ugly, scary angel, but we mm. have our, our brain or our subconscious can create something that's not scary because in certain situations, yeah. you know, if something's holding your child, you can't be so afraid that you go running away and abandoning, abandoning your child, which True. is what most, I mean, that would be a natural instinct if you were, came across something supernatural. Yeah. You know, part of you is going to be like run. Whether, you know, an another part of you, especially if somebody in your family is there, yeah. you're going to fight a little bit, but there's still going to be a part of your brain that is about self-preservation that you have no control over, that reacts before you even react. Yeah. And so maybe that same part of the brain is putting together an image that is acceptable and and we can argue we won't in this case because yeah. we're running out of time. But you know whether it's an actual angel or some kind of other entity or energy or something. Yeah, it would it, have to be something. But yeah, like what, the thing would be like, what's behind that curtain? You know, what I mean, like, like something did this. Well, and I think that's when I argue sometimes about like it doesn't always matter what it is. Hmm. Even if it, your brain could manifest something like that, that is still pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, I'm not, that's not the case in this situation. I'm just saying that whatever's being seen yeah. might be nothing different than like a shadow person that we might see at night, but there's a different context and also maybe makes us realize maybe not all those things are as scary as they seem at times. Yeah. It's just how, how and when we see them. Yeah. Like maybe they're always there hanging out with us, keeping an eye on us. How many times do they save us? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, when you look back on childhood, sometimes you're like, "Ooh, that was a close call or, yeah. you know, true. my mom could have hit that gap, the accelerator on the car a split second sooner and none of us would be here or. I think about that shit a lot. I think about the timing while being on the road a lot. Yeah. Like how, if I left work five seconds after I did and like how, just how, what a butterfly effect that could have on not just me, but everyone else on the road, you know, like, let's say you get in an accident, but like, yes. oh, well, if they would have left five seconds earlier, they would have avoided all this. Yep. Same would happen for me, but here we are perfectly colliding in this moment. Like, I don't know, there's a lot of strange stuff that goes through my head, but luckily we don't have to dive into that too much. Today. Yeah, today. We've done that plenty of times. There's a lot of therapeutic Scott episodes <laughs> over the course of this show. I hope there's a, I hope there's a day, I hope there's an episode in the future where people tune in. They're like, you know what? Scott seems like he's doing good. <laughs> he seems like mentally, he seems like he's all there. He seems like he's doing okay. And if you do, you know where to leave those comments. Going into the, the last couple of shorties that I got, the last couple of shotties that I got, we got a, um, I mentioned it in the Hitchhikers, the Ghost Hitchhikers episode. What was it? Well, Phantom Hitchhikers, the Ghost Hitchhikers. I mentioned it in the Phantom Hitchhiker episode with uh, my buddy driving from Palmdale to back home to California City. And like in that, you know, vast nothingness of desert, they happen upon this guy this hitchhiker in the middle of the desert and he's just randomly he's like no you can let me out here and he was like they said he was super cool coolest dude they talked to whatever had a lot of wisdom about him and then just when he got out of the van they started driving five seconds look, look in the rear van like where the fuck is he he's like nowhere just disappeared and that was like you ask them they i put it in a phantom hitchhiker story they said they personally thought it was like guardian angel type thing or some kind of angel en encounter which it very well could have been in that situation because similar to what that story we read today with the lady that said he just pushed yeah. <laughs> pushed over the hill and vanished, you know? But so there's that one. And then me personally, I, I think I've, I forget which one I told it on, but um, when I was going for a walk in Vegas and uh, that, that creepy dude in the truck was like scoping me out or whatever. A lot of weird experiences with me and, and dudes and trucks in Vegas, but 
this particular one, you know, I was walking around. This truck kind of circles me a couple times, goes around the block and like sees me again. And then eventually when I get up to him, like he rolls down the window, just waits at a stop sign. Right. And I walk up and he's like, oh, I'm just trying to get Sunset Park. But the entire time he's talking to me, he's also looking over my shoulder, like at something above over my shoulder and above me. So something tall behind me, you know, and I'm like, oh, you just go that way, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's just that way. And he's kind of freaked out. I'm like, yeah, dude, just down that way. And he turns around and he goes and he's supposed to turn right because Sunset Park was literally right there. But I see him turn left and he had asked me for directions. I literally told him, go down here and turn right. And so like so that just always never it never sat right with me. Like he was planning something like either rob me or like fucking whatever, you know, but he saw something over my shoulder. It was like, mm, don't fuck with this dude today. And I've heard or I've, I guess over the years that I've been looking into crazy shit, I've seen a few stories like that where it's the dude that's afraid of getting his ass whooped or whatever. And it's like, why didn't they ever beat me up? And like, he's like, oh, because that giant dude you're always hanging out with. Nobody wants to fuck with that guy. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was always alone. You know, those stories are very heartwarming. They're very heartwarming stories. And so to have one similar of my own that, you know, I don't really have an explanation for. Could he have been just like tripping out hardcore on like some crazy ass drugs? Absolutely. But he was driving like someone that wasn't tripping out on drugs. He was driving like he hadn't just ingested bath salts. Yeah. And was looking for someone's face to eat off. Yeah. He used his blinker. That's my that's yeah. my rationale for that. Like he couldn't have been crazy because he was using his blinker. Well, when he saw the monster standing behind you, mm. he changed his mind about eating your face because that monster was going to eat the rest of them. That's right. And yeah. he's like, I better use my blinker. So he ignores me because. Mm. This guy, I can tell this guy doesn't like people that don't use blinkers. True. True. He saved his life. I don't like people that use blinkers or that don't use blinkers. They're the scourge of the earth. I'm like, sometimes I get lectures. You didn't use your blinker. I'm like, I'm the only car on the road. Yeah, that checks out. Based on everything we've heard you say of the course and lifespan of this podcast, that checks out. Yeah. Everybody checks out. Yeah. I think, um, I think I should do it. I think we're good. Bay. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Please tell us your guardian angel stories. Yeah. Do you have any guardian? Do you have any experiences that you could classify as a guardian angel experience or what like if, someone looking out for you type situation? What if they had guardian demon stories? That's what familiars are. That that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it'd be awesome to have an actual guardian demon unless. Well, you love witchcraft so much. Why don't you go get yourself a couple of familiars? And then I don't mess with stuff. I don't understand, man. Smart. I don't as well. Yeah. Smart stuff. Smart man. But yeah, if you have any experiences, guardian demons or guardian angels, I guess, whatever, you know, suits your fancy. Guardian reptilians. We, we no, that's uh, where we draw the line. That is, that is true. You can't no trust guardian them. reptilians. Yeah. They're too cold blooded. Yeah. So I think that just about does it for the episode. Christian. I really liked how your voice got all sexy there. Thank you. Yeah. I try that often. Anyway. If you have any guardian angel stories of your own that you'd like to contribute, just send it over to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com because your boys want to hear it. Super protective goldfish. Yeah, that could, I guess, maybe be a thing at some point. I mean, if we get enough of those stories, we'll make an episode about it. Yeah, everyone's really chomping at the bit for the super protective goldfish story or episode that we've been talking about for a while now. Again, as I mentioned um, at the beginning of this episode, just a couple more episodes and we're going to be in summer break again. we got some fun topics planned for you guys. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. We're dropping bonus stories every Friday. Uh, 10 minute previews on Wednesdays. We're you know, just kind of slowly building up that arsenal. And if you're already doing all that, then hey, gold star for you. I do have one question though. Who reviewed the podcast 
and just wrote the lyrics for We Are the Champions on Apple Podcasts. I don't know. And I I I, I text you earlier today and I asked you, like, did we ask people to do that? Because it kind of sounds like something that I might have said jokingly at some point. Like, oh, you don't even have to, whatever you want, just put lyrics for We Are the Champions. Whatever you guys want to do, honestly. If it's five stars, you can put whatever the hell you want in the text. Be like, say, oh, I'm attracted to cheeseburgers and my cat is actually my dad. That'd be kind of funny, though, for everybody leaving a review to leave like a couple lines from their favorite song. You know what would be actually even more funny is no song lyrics, but just the weirdest sentence you can think of that is not a descriptor of this show at all. But five stars. Yes. Five stars in a very strange sentence that will make people that have never heard of the show before read it and be like, did you probably just put, say they're attracted to cheeseburger? Yeah, they should probably put gr- good or great in there too, just so the AI, yeah. the algorithms pick up. But yeah. Two sentences. The first sentence, very simple. Great show, period. Yeah. The second sentence, make it as weird as you can. Yes. As weird as you can. And we'll pick our favorite and we'll send you a shirt. PG-13 rated. Yeah, we'll pick our favorite review and we'll send you a shirt or something like that. We'll ask who it is, obviously, because it's all nicknames. But then we'll send you our favorite shirt. How's that? You like the sound of that? Yeah. So, okay, thanks for tuning in. Once again, guys, we will see you next week right here on the Freaky Deaky. Goodbye. It's next week now. Who's next week?